Welcome to Coys in the Hood, Season 1, Episode 10, um, Landmark Episode. Um, it feels like ages since the last one because yeah, it's actually a week exactly, which is weird because that's how we normally do it. But this this week it feels a bit longer, I think, because we were supposed to do one on Thursday, but obviously because of the passing of um, Queen Elizabeth, we decided not to do that one. Um but yeah, so we're going to talk about the Champions League game um, on Wednesday against Marseille. We were on 2-0 and we will look ahead to Leicester, um, which we've just had confirmation is going to go ahead now on Saturday, which is good because we're all going to that one. Yeah. Um, Cousin of the day out, plus Jay. But he is a Cousin the Hood. I mean, he, he does feature... How many times has Jay been on there? Twice? Twice. No, I think it's twice, isn't it? He's been on, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, just in case it's not obvious, we're doing a Zoom call today because uh, we just are. I swear we're, we're, we're going to give it a, give it a try, see if it works. If it doesn't work, we'll fuck it off. If it does work, it's, it makes life a bit easier. We don't have to always just cram into my spare room. Um, again, thanks for the feedback. Um, that's some good feedback from last episode. And which one was that? It was Fulham, wasn't it? That was yeah. a good episode. Got some good feedback regarding the stuff we reminisced about White Lane, uh, our memories of White Lane, and yes, there was a bit of uh, digging us out for slating the new stadium. Oh, my phone's ringing. Fuck that off. I know what that is as well. That's 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 Neil. Neil, Neil listens to the podcast as well. Sorry, Neil, I'm cutting you off because we're recording, mate. Sorry. He's really like, he fucking He's definitely <laughs> ringing me to tell me the game's going ahead. So Neil's the guy who's hooked us up with the tickets. But yeah, I will call you back now, I promise. Um, <laughs> right, so anyway, going back into the football side of things. Um, Marseille, Rev, we was there. What's your feelings on that game? Um, It wasn't pretty, was it? Again, um, it was quite... Uh, the atmosphere was good, I thought. Um, Champions League nights under... Yeah, White Lane under the lights can't really be beaten. Uh, I thought the atmosphere was pretty good to start with, but the game just sort of Marseille didn't really do anything, but they had all of the ball, and yeah, we were just sort of watching the same game play out as we've seen quite a few times this season. And but then we came away comfortably with a win, and like an with Charlison's announced himself as a Spurs player. You've got to say, yeah, the atmosphere was really good. Uh... We went on the Saturday to... Was it Saturday or Sunday? Fulham. Saturday, wasn't it? Saturday for a quick kickoff. Saturday, yeah. The Fulham game. And the difference in the buzz around the stadium on on uh, Wednesday night for the Champions League game was quite notable, I thought. It was just walking out. You fit, it felt different. There was a kind of electric electricity in the air. Bonesy, what did you make of the game against Marseille? Um, I mean, it wasn't really anything to write home about. Um, but... I'm more than happy with the performance and the 2-0 clean sheet. Yeah, more of those. 
you've said before that you'll take a one nil every week. Oh yeah, I would an ugly, do an ugly one nil. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think um, we've found a way of winning um, of winning games where we're not playing particularly well. Um, but maybe maybe that's just the maybe that is what it's going to be. We can't play beautiful football, high intensity counter-attacking football all the time. Um, and I mean, in many ways, I mean, people criticise the England side on how we play football. But I think the similarities I see with the way uh, Gareth Southgate has, made, has, got a, has found a technique into winning games. It's not particularly pretty. And I think Conte, yeah, I think we've, there's, a, there's a method there to winning football matches, pretty or not. It did, it did start to look a bit more flattering when they only had 10 men, uh, which is a bit, a bit of a shame. But I do feel in that three or four minutes before that, that guy got sent off for taking Son down. I do feel that we had come out the blocks a little bit better in them first few minutes. I remember to smash them anyway. I mean, I think Kulisevsky, I got it right first time there. Um, mm. I think mm. he, he he definitely made a difference coming on. He, he seemed like he was the only, he was able to get control of the ball and look to take players on before it was we we weren't getting the ball under control. Kane and Richarlison and Son, they were trying to play they were trying to play quick attacking football and it was always being snuffed out where they were trying to just move the ball on constantly. Where Kulisevsky, he second time got it right. <laughs> I'm on a roll. Um he looked to hold the ball up and only play the pass when it was on. Whereas before I think the forward three they were looking to make the passes when not when not necessarily the pass was on. Was uh, was Kunisevsky playing right wing back? Because from where we were sitting, I wasn't sure if he was too far forward. But it looked like he was right wing back from where we were sitting. It was difficult um, to it was difficult to determine what the formation was where we were and what was ha- actually happening with the substitutions. Um, I I thought he was still playing as one of the one of the three up top. Because all, right. all four of them um, were on the pitch at once at, at one point, weren't they? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's difficult to... Well, I think, anything, anything other than a Richarlison man of the match is going to be a surprise. So, Rav, who was your man of the match in that game? Yeah, yeah, it's Richarlison, really. Um, again, I think we've said it before. I don't need to go over it too much, but... We didn't really want him, and the way he's sort of ingrained himself into our hearts already is uh, is pretty pretty special. Um, he's I, I think he has. Uh, I mean, two well taken headers. He's got a bit of skill. He's he's quite good in tight spaces, passing it in sort of. I don't know if he, he started super well at the start, but yeah, he really grew into the game as well, and you can see that he's probably going to be a big game player for us. I think. Yeah, I don't ever remember no. seeing any player at Spurs. I mean, obviously Kane scored a lot of goals on his on his head, but they usually come from you know def- like when we're attacking from maybe a set piece or something, and he gets he's at the back post and he gets in there, uh, he gets in there late and gets his head on something. I think he scored a couple this season quite similarly already. But then yeah. then headers from Richarlison looked they were like 
I don't want to get carried away because we've already been told we were deluded on this podcast, but they looked almost Ronaldo-esque, the way he took them headers. Do you know what I mean? The way he directed then, the ball with, with his neck and it was just like the power of it. Um, I mean, the one, the first one, the keeper, you know, a better keeper probably should have saved it. But after, there was so much power and it was in the back of the net before the keeper could do anything about it. I mean, am, am I just getting gassed or is that something that you guys kind of felt? I mean, I think the, the first one, he def, the keeper, I think, definitely should have saved it because um, it, it was there right right above him. But I think the second one, he sort of, it, it, he jumps and it's like off the back of his head. Like the way he jumps up, um, that was a great that was a great header, great technique the, on that one. The movement in which he's redirected the ball, the power he's generated from, from his neck in, in midair and like the shape of him, did you not see that? I don't know. Like I said, I'm probably getting guessed. Rev, did you, did you see it? I don't know. Uh, there was definitely like a, a sort of technique to do his head in. Um, I think I saw it at Everton a little bit as well, where he's actually quite a bit of a threat from set pieces. Um, and yeah, like there was there was definitely... Ronaldo doesn't just head the ball. Like he does it in his special sort of yeah. leap, salmon leap and headed it in. And Yeah, yeah. I think Richardson did something similar. Um, it's good, and he, he found the space as well. Like I think he had space in the box. That yeah, that, yeah. I guess that's the thing. That's what he's going to find because if you can't, you can't pick up Son and Kane, and that you got, you got something's got to give, hasn't it? I mean, he did have a he had an acre of space for his first goal. Sorry, I thought you you thought you were mid sentence. <laughs> no, no, I didn't have the strength to drink. Like I just just a bit thirsty. Um, so noble mentions. Uh, obviously, man, match. I think that's pretty pretty much standard. It was really nice after the game when he w- went to see his old man in the crowd, and I'm guessing that was his mother, stepmother, maybe. I'm not sure. There was nothing really said about that. Um, that was that was kind of what football's about, right? Like that uh, sort of. Like he, he he was looking he was well looking forward to playing in the Champions League and getting two goals was a big thing for him and yeah rightly so he was emotional about it I think. Did you well, see the, the um, guy for Arsenal crying when he scored in the Europa League the next night? <laughs> Marquini or something his name yeah. is. I don't watch football on Thursdays. He's no. I, Did they know. play football on a Thursday now? Do they still play football on a Thursday? If you can call it that, yeah <laughs> they um. I think it was their new signing. I don't, I, I don't know if he's a new signing. He's some guy called Marquinho. He plays for, and I may have pronounced that wrong. I don't I don't care if I did. He's like crying after his Europa League goal, which was cute. Um, and they was really gassed about it. They had a whole big thing, didn't they? The video that they put out, we're back. In, I think it was, we're back in Europe this Thursday, we're back or something like that. Did you not see the video? No, I can all of that. I'll have to forward it yeah. to you. Someone, someone forwarded it to me. Um, and it was pretty funny because I think our admin just came them with some Champions League Wednesday night stuff. Um, so yeah, notable mentions other than Richarlison. Did anyone else stand out for you, Rev? Uh, Kulu. I mean, yeah, Luke's already mentioned him, but he played. He, he pretty much changed the game. I actually thought, from a defensive point of view, again, Emerson was pretty good. And going forward, apart from the final ball. It's almost like if he got a final ball, then then he'd be a complete right back, really. But unfortunately, I don't think he's going to change. Um, but I think defensively, he was pretty solid and he was finding a lot of space. Um, other than that, I mean, Romero was pretty good. I don't, I don't think 
there's anything to shout home about with anyone I else. I don't, yeah, I mean, it, it was difficult. I, I remember the first half was pretty shite. There was booing at half time. Not sure I agree with that. I don't, I think I ever, I don't remember. I'll never agree with Boone at, at half time. We can all we can all vent our frustrations in in one way or the other. Um, I think Boone. I don't think that's ever helpful. I don't think that's ever going to get the players to play any better. I don't know. Did was that was that evident watching it at home, Bones? Could you hear the Boone at uh, half time? I didn't hear the Boone at half time. Um, maybe that's because I was maybe going out in the kitchen to get a drink or something. But no, I didn't. I didn't hear the Boone at half time. It wasn't um, like the whole stadium. It was just like a faction of supporters. It wasn't like ringing around the stadiums as the newspapers would, would have you would have you believe. I, I did actually buy um, the Sun newspaper the following day because I was doing a bit of painting and decorating in my house. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll get the Sun to see just first time I think I bought it in maybe 10 years just to see what the what the review was in the in the back of the paper. And it was it was ridiculous. I mean, one of the things they, they, they like highlighted was the booing at half time. Another thing that they highlighted, what I thought was funny, was the fact that we were booing whenever the Arsenal players got the ball. We were booing them as as we would, and we had who was it was walking up and down in front of us, Rav, because Jay was shouting wanker at him, wasn't he? What was his name? Oh, Kalasinach. Kalasinach. Jay was abusing him, which was nice. Um, and yeah, we were booing uh, the other fellow when he Gundozi when he got the ball, and I think Tavernes and a couple of others that they have. And uh, in, the, in the Sun newspaper, the reporter who was reviewing the game said that our boos turned to silence when we when they showed their, their abilities and we we were, it was something like we were, we, we started to respect that they were actually good footballers and we stopped booing. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? We did not stop I booing them every time we got the ball. But yeah, I mean, it was, it was interesting to read that point of view from the Sun and I remember why I don't fucking read that shit anymore. Um, yeah. I definitely don't recall us ever stop booing in them. By the way, that, I don't think that ever happened. But... No, we didn't. I, don't, I think I think they got they got abused more or less every time they walked past. Um, but Bonesy, yeah, notable mentions. You said Kulazewski. Is there anyone else you want to mention? Um, I think the only other mention is the the French lad that got sent off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was it. Did you see when uh, Raoul gave it gave the referee's card? Quickly gave it to him. So he didn't change his mind. <laughs> So the referee dropped his red card on the floor as he was getting out of his pocket, and Emerson was down. He, you know, he was in. He was in there. It was, I think they said it was the best assist they've seen this season. <laughs> I, I did read that somewhere. It was quite good. Um, so yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a great game. There wasn't a lot to talk about other than um, Richarlison. There was some. There was some aggro at the game. Uh, during the game with the Marseille supporters who were quite rowdy to be fair to them they created quite a good atmosphere in the stadium and um, um, five of them got arrested didn't they there was five arrests from Marseille fans yeah there was a bit of somewhere there was a, it was getting a bit so there was we, we hung around after the game we had a beer um, I think for like we had a couple of beers afterwards didn't we that's another thing actually I want to mention the beer was shit the other night it was almost undrinkable. Sort it out, Levy. Not that you're listening to this, but yeah, it needs to be put out there. It was fucking diabolical. Um, so as I was approaching the Feebles Grove uh, station, Feebles Grove, um, Northumberland Park station, the Marseille fans were being escorted up and like, they, they kettled all the Spurs fans into one area so they couldn't go onto the platform. And there was, I could hear a lot of the younger supporters going, come on, let's have them, let's have them, let's go, let's go. Like, because it was, because the Marseille supporters were singing, they were shouting as well. And I thought like, 
this is going to go off here. There's loads of police, but there's too many supporters. This, this could go off. And I'm thinking it's pissing down the rain. It was horrendous. I was thinking, I don't fancy this at all. Just want to go home. But as, as it was, as like more and more like fans were going, yeah, come on now, they're fucking chatting shit. Um, and I think a few missiles got pelted over as well. I had this one old boy, and it was just, it was just beautiful. It was, it was so poetic. He went, he went, I'll take a fucking crack on the jaw. And I was just was like, well, there you go. And it like, if he, if he, if he's, if he's up for it, then he was, he was old to be fair to him. He was easily in his sixties. But yeah, anyway, um, that was that was it. I guess that was it. There wasn't a lot on the on the field. There wasn't much to talk about other than the Richarlison's kind of um, performance in the in the last fifteen minutes or so. We we I don't want to cuss him out every week, but it's Son. I mean, I was hoping Son would come back on against City, but I thought he wasn't great again. And he showed glimpses because he obviously got the man sent off. But there is a part of me that thinks he might need time out out of the spotlight a little bit. Maybe I, I think he's. Know. I think he's definitely trying too hard, and you can see he's getting frustrated with himself. And I think Conte is trying to sort of. He respects him. He's giving him a bit of leeway, um, but I can't remember. Who I was listening to someone made a good point that it, was like, it might have been on match of the day. Um, it might. It might have been Jermaine Jenis that said um, it might be an idea to rest son for maybe a game and just bring him on as a sub like so that he can see so he sit, sat down on the subs bench he can see the game develop and then bring him on with like maybe 20 25 minutes left where legs are getting tired and do you know what I mean he's read the game he knows exactly how he can impact it because I think at the moment he's trying a bit too hard and it's getting to him I think slightly. He did come out and speak today regarding his lack of uh, lack of form uh, in front of goal, and he said he's not worried about it, and he it's all about the team. If the team's performing and the team's winning, that's the most important thing. And I think that sums it up really. I think that's the best thing he could have said, um, and it's obvious that that's an obvious answer. But yeah, but I mean, I think we've we've commented on it before that Sun's defensive work this year has been far improved than in previous years. So, yeah, and again, I think we've said that it's good to see him in that def- doing that defensive work and you can sort of negate his attacking prowess at the moment because he's doing the defensive work and we're looking good defensively for the majority of the time. There's still a few hiccups here and there. But for the majority of the time, defensively, he's doing a really good job. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, if he plays, I'm happy. If he's on the bench, I'm happy. Like, I think we're, I think we're going all right at the moment. I think we're going all right without particularly, you know, without playing particularly well. Uh, and it's it's only a matter of time before something explodes. It happens. How many games is it in the league? Whether five or six games, it's only a matter of time. It's going to happen. I'm not worried about that. Um, so. The game postponements was going to going to be something that I was going to mention. Obviously, missing City was a bit bit shite because I think we were all looking forward to that, and it's it's a good one to get out of the way as well. And it's City away. Um, there's no there's no news as to when that's going to be rescheduled, but Leicester's going ahead, and we're all going to that, so that's going to be good. I'm excited for that one. Bunju, uh, guest, you excited for a bit of uh, Spurs action? Yeah, yeah, should um. 
It should be good. It should be good. Um, yeah, I mean, Leicester have had a pretty diabolical start. I know. So, that's, uh, that's a bad omen, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It is. Yeah, um, they're leaking goals, isn't they, at the moment? So we should be looking to, to punish them. This should be one of the games where we get a good performance in. Yeah. But um, we've, we've broken many a team's hoodoo in the past. So uh, fingers crossed it don't happen this weekend. What's your feelings for Leicester Rav? You reckon uh, you reckon a win? What's your what's your scoreline predictions? Yeah, I think I, I think mm, three one, and hopefully we've started to click into gear, and it could be a four one even because I've not seen much of Leicester. But every time I've watched them play, they I feel like they rely on Madison a little bit too much, and he's not he's not hit top form as he as he's been known to play at. No, so yeah, I, I kind of I can't. Apart from the Spursy thing that could derail all sort of form in any any time in the league, but yeah, I'm quite confident with it to be honest. It's a late kickoff as well. Be, it it'll is. be nice. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So, Bones, what's your predictions for the game? What, what, what do you reckon, scoreline wise? We won't have the uh, <laughs> we won't have the jingle this this week. We didn't have it last week either, did we? But we won't. I think maybe we'll scrap the jingle now because the. You're not yeah, quite... my predictions. My predictions have been shot. Yeah, you're not quite as uh, formidable as I, as I as I once believed. I was well, very, I very naive. I, the, I did think watching the Marseille game. I thought, fuck, like I, I said. I think I said a one-all draw or a draw or something like that. And it looked for a long time. It looked like that was the way it was going. Um, but this against Leicester, I'm going to go. I'm going to go big. I'm going to go. I'm going to say. Four one. That's that's two. We gave a four one. Fair play. Oh, I sorry, mean, did Rev say that? I didn't. Did. I wasn't did. even listening. Three or four one. Yeah. <laughs> what do you reckon, Mark? Um. Yeah, I reckon we've got to score some goals. I reckon, I reckon I, I, we've got to see some goals from from all of our attackers. I think. I, so I, I want to see. I want to see each of them on there. I'd, I'd love to see four nil, and one each from from our four main guys: Kulu, uh, Kane, Son, and. Uh, Charlison, I want to see the pigeon dance. Yeah. I live for the pigeon I, dance. I hope, like every goal he scored, there seems to be a lot of emotion behind it, and I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to, to seeing that. To be honest, I want a bit more of that man, a bit more of that passion. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a big player for us. I think if we've brought him with the mind that you know Kane might. You know, this is, again, that talk of Bayern Munich's been rearing its head. I don't know if you've been checking any of that shit on Twitter or online, Rev. Yeah, it's all about Yeah, so that, that kind of, that's kind of been rearing its head again. I don't know what it's all about, whether Kane's looking to sign a new deal or he's not. I don't think he's going to go to Germany, whichever way he goes. Um, but you kind of feel a bit calmer about it now because of the, the whole Richarlison emergence, isn't it? He, he, I feel like he could... I mean, no one replaces Kane. I'm not going there. I'm not even saying that. But now we've actually got somebody who can play as a striker. You feel a little less panicky about the prospect of Kane potentially leaving the club at some point in the next couple of years. Is that is that a yeah. thing? I mean, yeah. I, it won't ever be easy. But yeah, you, you can kind of see even in games we're playing now, where he comes, he can come off as a sub now because we've got someone else who can. Fill in that spot, whereas before he'd just never come off, would he? 
like it just wouldn't happen. No, but yeah, sure, seeing him getting subbed is is a, is, a, is a definite first. Yeah, so it's Given definitely the, a, a go on, yeah, yeah. I was going to say seeing him get subbed, I think that's a good thing. It's it's going to keep some like some fuel in the tank. Um, and he's there's going to be less um, risk of injury. So, yeah, I think it's positive Kane coming off with like 15, 20 minutes to go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's positive. So, um, there's been a lot gone on in the last week. We've seen a new Premier League start, a new monarch, uh, Chelsea of Sack Tuchel, which I called, by the way, I actually said that. I, I did say before Christmas, so it actually come earlier than, that, than I thought. I just thought... I just thought he's going to get found out. He's he's won his Champions League. Managers don't usually fare too well at Chelsea after winning a big trophy. Um, but they got down there. They got Potter, didn't they? Got a grand Potter, yeah. yeah. Bit, bit gutted about that. I've got a bit, a bit of love for Potter. Always fancied him coming to Spurs one day. But, you know, we've got Conte. We don't need him right now. Um, is there anything you want to kind of throw in in the... Uh, in the last few minutes that we've got, we've got another five minutes or so before we need to kind of call it. Anything else you want to mention, Rev? Yeah, struggling to think of anything. Like, again, in, in sort of in a Spurs context, there hasn't been a lot that's happened this week apart from the Marseille game, which we've covered. Mm. So, yeah. It wasn't the, it trying wasn't to think of it. Yeah, Sorry. one of the greatest of games, was it? So, yeah, other than other than the, 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 the obviously what we've covered already. Bonesy, anything you want to throw out there? Um, not particularly. I just, I think if if you'd have said start of the season um, to go into what game, what game, how many games you played now? The league, I think we've had six, haven't we? Six in the league. Five? Unbeat. I think that's more than, I think it's at least six, isn't it? So unbeaten in the league. Only two draws and win your first game in the Champions League by arguably the strongest side, one of the strongest sides in the group, um, and keep a clean sheet. Um, I think any any one of us was like taken that start of the season straight away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it would it would have been it would have been nice to get the City game out of the way. I do feel I, I felt it was the right time to play City because they had been conceding. Although they'd, they'd been conceding and still getting results and wins, I think they were two 0 down. They won three two. I think they were two 0 down. Another game, they managed to pull it back to, to a draw, didn't they? Or yeah, or a draw. Yeah, I think mean, it was against Newcastle, wouldn't they? Drew, didn't they? Yeah, it's got three all in it in the end or something. Um, so they are conceding. I just thought it was a good time to play them. The way we play, the way they play, you know, you you always fancy yourself against against City because we we somehow managed to get results. Um, do you, do you guys have any sort of feeling about sporting tomorrow? Like, I actually kind oh, of yeah, forgot. Shit. Completely forgot yeah. about sporting tomorrow. Yeah, it's just, yeah, not. I've, I have no feeling about it other than I'm glad to watch some football on a, on a Tuesday. It's an early kickoff. It's early kickoff, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we're talking yeah. about meeting and getting, nipping out, nipping out early and watching the game tomorrow somewhere, Bonesy, if you fancy it. Yeah, I should be about. Oh, I'll keep you tuned in for that one. Um, oh. But yeah, I think. I yeah, I don't really know any of their players or anything. They, I just know they beat Frankfurt three 0 away. But yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like a again a free hit because you don't know what to expect really, right? I think and they got Marcus Edwards. Oh yeah, yeah, he scored as well, didn't he? 
Yeah, Minoa have had a pretty decent game. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he's turned out. Poch called him messy once. Yeah. He did. He lived in uh, Winchmore Hill, didn't he? He was a uh, Winchmore Hill boy. Yeah. So, he's... Uh, yeah, I mean, he'll, have, he'll definitely want to get one over on his former club, I would imagine. Um, definitely. But yeah, I'm getting I'm getting warning signs from Zoom now. I'm getting threatening threatening pop-ups saying, you're running out of time. Please subscribe to continue. Like, <laughs> some of that shit. Maybe we should do like a GoFundMe page for, for our listeners to pay for uh, us to get a Zoom thing. But yeah, well, yeah, well, I don't think we're looking to do Zooms too often. It's just, yeah. Just, we just thought we'd give it a try, just for a one-off, and see how we go with it. Because we're planning to do some midweek Champions League pods, just like just reviewing the Champions League games or any midweek games. So, might be a couple of podcasts a week going forwards. Um, Good. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, cheers for everyone who's listening in and those who are giving feedback. Got some more feedback today. Someone said they're enjoying it and they're just catching up. They listened to the quiz one. And they were enjoying the uh, impressions of Aussie Ardiles. Uh, <laughs> Iconic moment. That was good, though. That was a good episode, to be fair. And maybe uh, during the international break, we'll do another quiz. I think that's probably probably not a bad shout. We'll get everybody on and we'll just do a fucking mad quiz, stupid quiz. Yeah. And we could do it over, over Zoom as well. So that's, it'd have to be 40 minutes long, no longer, unless we broke it down into two halves. Um, but yeah, if you're listening to it and you're enjoying it, or... Yeah, maybe we could publish a video after this. I don't know if Bonesy's feeling that one. But you do look all right, Bonesy. You look nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is uh, this has been episode 10, Milestone, man. Um, yeah. yeah. I think that's it. We'll wrap it, eh? Cool. Before the timer... Yeah, we've got two minutes, so yeah, we'll call it there. Um, oh, come in, you There you go. Fucking A.